This is the Star News Brief. I'm Susan Kiprono. Lobbying for the position of Chief Justice has started in earnest as Justice David Maraga leaves office today. The CJ proceeds for terminal leave awaiting his official retirement date in January. The Star on Friday looks at the lawyers and judges who are angling for the position and their prospects. At the same time, human rights activist Okiom Tata says Deputy CJ Philomena Mwilu isn't fit to act in the office of Chief Justice. Om Tata wants the court to bar the Judicial Service Commission from appointing Mwilu to act in the office of the CJ unless they clear her of all the corruption allegations against her. Get a copy of The Star by subscribing to our e-paper for only 10 shillings by dialing star 550 star 3 hash. The BBI proponents may need to move to the Treasury and eventually to Parliament to get money to ensure that the ongoing process does not stall. While receiving the signatures supporting the Constitution Amendment Bill 2020, Independent Electoral and Boundaries Commission Chairperson Wafula Chebukati said that he has no money to move forward. Chebukati told the BBI Secretariat that the verification of the signatures would only start once the Commission gets the money to do it. This may mean that the BBI signature verification process will start next year after the Treasury tables its supplementary budget in Parliament. The Salaries and Remuneration Commission has said frontline COVID-19 health workers can only get the medical emergency allowance after negotiating a fresh collective bargaining agreement. SRC clarified that the allowance is a CBA item and therefore can only be reviewed through collective bargaining negotiations when the prevailing agreement expires. The allowance is given for purposes of compensating health workers who are directly in the line of contracting COVID-19 due to exposure in the fight against the pandemic. SRC Chief Executive Officer Anne Gitao told Senators the approval of the COVID-19 medical emergency allowance for frontline health workers was based on the fiscal space that was available at the point of request. The distribution of the 70 additional parliamentary seats proposed by the BBI is turning into a major issue, threatening public acceptance of the document. Already leaders from different parts of the country are pushing to revisit the model adopted by the BBI experts to distribute the seats as claims of a road deal rocks some areas. He or she who controls constituencies through parliamentary seats has power and money and can grant and call in favours. Kenya has 290 constituencies. But submission of BBI signatures to the IBC means the document won't be revisited. All they can do is seethe. The constituency unit has become a key point for resource distribution and employment opportunities. And finally, Kano Chairman Gideon Moy has seized the moment to crisscross the country campaigning for the BBI referendum with his eyes fixed on 2022. The Baringo senator, son of former President Daniel Moy, is flexing his muscles and reviving Kanu networks. In the last three weeks, Gideon has toured several counties including Bomet, Narok, Migori, Baringo and Embu. Next week, Gideon is expected to tour Nandi County before landing in Elgeo Marraquet. He's become bolder and his political messaging more polished indicates a man ready to take on his competitors head-on. Previously, he had been considered a slow starter and not particularly fired up. Gideon's political journey, despite having a famous name and immense resources, until now has been lackluster with off and on political activities. Get a copy of The Star by subscribing to our e-paper for only 10 shillings by dialing star 550 star 3 hash. You can also get more on The Star website.